0: It's
1: going. It's going pretty good. How's it going with you?
0: Oh, I'm having a good time. Are you recording?
1: I am recording.
0: Me too.
1: Perfect. Hashtag #me too.
0: <laughs> Hashtag #me too. Um, what's going on, Rob?
1: Uh, not a whole lot. I had a pretty messed up morning. Um, I s- see I've, you know, you know I love the mate, right? Yeah. So I've recently switched, I switched from the bagged, like the tea bags, uh-huh. to the loose leaf, because it's like, I don't know, it's like three times more expensive to get like the tea bags versus uh. the loose leaf. So I just had this, you know, the bag of mate, and uh, over the weekend I was like, oh wait, how am I, you know, at first I was like, how am I going to brew this, because I don't have one of those like tea infuser thingies. Oh, so fuck. So I was like, well, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll get one of those, but then I remembered that I have an AeroPress. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's, like, this really cool method of brewing coffee. It's sort of, like, in between coffee and espresso, sort of. Is
0: it a French press? Um, Is that what it is?
1: No, it's, it's, um, well, it's similar to a French press, but it's designed differently... Uh, it's it's just kind of a unique design, okay. but it does make delicious coffee, and uh, I was like, oh, well, maybe I could use that for the loose leaf yerba mate. So I tried it out, and it worked great. I tried it out yesterday okay. for the first time, and it worked great. That was my day off, and then this so this this morning I was like, okay, well that's my new routine. So I uh, like I set it up. And filled it up with, like, the, you know, boiling water to steep for, like, three minutes before you expunge the, um, all the liquid and stuff. Anyway, so I went off to pee, and while I'm in the bathroom, I hear this clunk, clunk. No. I was like, ah, shit. The thing just, like, fell over. So my, (laughs) so my, my morning mate was delayed a little bit, and I had a bunch of, like, mess all over the, like, loose leaf mate and about... (laughs) You know, like five ounces of water all over the floor and everywhere. It was great. So that was a fun start. And then about three hours later, um, I was doing my normal uh, eat breakfast on the toilet routine. Um, So that's where you can find me about, you know, 9 a.m. Tuesday through Saturday. You can usually find me eating breakfast on the toilet. Is that true? At work? Yes, it, no, at home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I carry my breakfast home from the cafeteria. Oh. And then I, you know, take take care of business. Judge me if you want. I don't care. But what happened today was the, my single-use plastic fork broke while I was trying to, um, like, cut a chunk of veggie sausage. <laughs> and my entire... So, like, that... that it it made me f- like so the fork breaks and uh-huh. then all the resistance i was a- applying against the fork now launched the paper tray of eggs and veggie sausage like onto my naked lap and into my drawers
0: oh no no <laughs> and and
1: all, and all over the floor <laughs> so i'm just like what do i do here <laughs>
0: Oh, there are days like that where it's just like, it's just you're fumbling through the whole day.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's basically what today was for me. But, you know, it got better, I guess. How was your day, Sydney?
0: My day was good. I recorded with Ben James this morning. Um, I went to Pilates. I bought Zach a shirt and tie because we had a photo shoot today. Um A friend of mine is a photographer, and she offered us a free Valentine's Day uh, shoot, and he had just bought a a suit to go to this wedding, so I just got him a pink uh, shirt and matching tie. Um, And then I gave the uh, dogs baths, and we did a photo shoot, and now I'm doing this. Um, So I guess that's my update, is we got a new dog.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Talk about the dog, please.
0: Um. I pressured Zach into getting another dog even though he didn't want one um, because I really wanted one. I've always had two dogs. My last one died like a year and a half ago, and I've kind of felt like it was time, and my – you know, Frank is older, and I've never not had a dog, and I worry about my mental health when Frank dies if I don't have another dog already to, like, divert my affection to, Um So anyways, I pressured Zach into getting a dog. We adopted this little dog. His name was Tate when we got him. Um, And he's real cute. He weighs four pounds. And he's five years old. Um, And they told us that he prefers women. But what they didn't tell us is that he is terrified of men, which is a rough situation because Zach works from home. So when I'm at work, the dog, the first couple days would just scream at the door the entire time I was gone and just run and run in terror from Zach and like hide outside. So he's dog door trained, which is great, but he would just run out the dog door to get away from Zach. And. I had told Zach, if you leave the house, just lock him up in his crate until we know he's fully house trained. And so Zach was trying to catch him. Um, and he put the little, like dog doors have the slider to block it. So he put the little slider in so the dog couldn't run outside to get away from him and tried oh, to no, catch him. Oh, no, 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 no. The dog ran his head <laughs> into the wall six times <laughs> trying to get out the dog Jesus. door to get away from Zach. And then when Zach finally caught him, he <laughs> bit him. Um, it, oh, my God. It was just a rough time. And he also, so the dog is house trained. He's He knows to use a dog door. Um, but there's a blanket that Zach uses on the couch, like the little, like, Afghan throw. And the dog uh, hate peed on it because you know it's not an accident. You know that he intentionally, like, went up and was like, oh, this smells like that guy I hate. And he peed on it. Um and so I was starting to get really worried that we were going to have to return this dog, that it was just like a really bad fit for us. Um, but we got him a thundercoat, and that seems to be helping. And we've been letting him sleep in bed with us, which seems to help. But it's one of those like two step forward, one step back. Because today he's just been barking at, I was while I was recording with Ben. Um, the dog was sitting outside the studio door and just yelling anytime Zach came near it. Um, so I'm sure there's a bunch of dog barking on the background of that audio. We'll see. Uh, so we're working, we're working. We renamed him Ralphie. Um, and we're working on getting Ralphie to be a good dog. Um, I'm like, Frank, can you tell him how to be more like you? Uh, (laughs) Cause Frank is the uh. Frank is the best dog and Ralphie is he's just he's just anxious. He's a scaredy pup, which I mean he's been in the pound, he was at a rescue, then he went home with one family, and it turns out they're allergic to dogs and they didn't know that. And so then they returned him, and so and now he's with us and he's just been bounced around a lot. So hopefully as he gets more comfortable, um, he stops being so because he'll like curl up and sleep in Zach's lap while we're on the couch. And then, you know, six hours later, Zach will walk by him and he'll just bark up a storm. So we're working on it.
1: Uh, Well, that's progress, I guess. If he'll sleep on Zack's lap, that's at least something.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't howl at the door the whole time i'm gone anymore like he'll stare at the door but he doesn't like howl the whole time so that's and zach's like why does he love you so much and hate me like you're the one because i've like scruffed him and yelled at him um and, like, I'm the one who disciplines him. I, I gave him a bath this morning. Like, he should, this dog should hate me. I accidentally knocked him off the bed the other night, and that was real scary. Because, <laughs> like, our bed's kind of high up, and I, like, woke up to a thud, and I, the dog's on the floor, and I just, like, screamed. I panicked because, like, Chihuahuas can break their legs falling off beds. And so yeah, thank, yeah. thank God the dog was okay. I mean, that's also not helping his anxiety, though, like getting (laughs) getting kicked off a bed in the middle. So now he's got to sleep in the middle of the bed. He's not allowed on the outside of the bed. Um,
1: Oh, my God.
0: But yeah, so the dog has every reason to hate me, but it doesn't. It hates Zach.
1: Wow. So how you have to lift the dogs onto the bed then, right?
0: I have to do what?
1: Lift the dogs onto the bed if oh. they want to go up there and sleep.
0: Oh, yeah. Our bed is is a really high up bed. So they have to... Uh,
1: yeah, and they can't get off on their own. Like, they need to be lifted off yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: they have to be put up and put down. <laughs> it's like a little routine we have because Frank likes to go to bed at 8. We don't let him go to bed until 9 or 10. But he likes oh, to go to bed before us. So starting at 8 p.m., he'll, like, run to the bedroom door and, like, look back at us like, come on. And then usually around 9, Frank just goes in the bedroom and he stares at the bed until one of us go in there and pick him up and put him in the bed. And then we'll, <laughs> we go back to the living room watching TV and then we go to bed when, our, when we're ready. But Frank just likes to be in there. He That dog loves going to bed. I wish... I had as much enthusiasm for anything as that dog has he just he and he knows the command if you say go to bed he'll go running like he just he lo- he's serious about sleep um Wow and then yeah Ralphie he comes to bed at the same time that we go to bed um and yeah so we're, we'll get him with the program we'll get, I, yeah I feel bad I feel like kicking him off the bed didn't help his anxiety <laughs>
1: Well, maybe it makes him feel like one of the family. Like, oh yeah, they're being kind of you know mid grade abusive towards me as well. That's yeah, great.
0: yeah, we're super abusive to each other, and so it's like you're not <laughs> one of us until you're getting um, knocked around. Um, so yeah, the, so that's happening. Well, that's a
1: that's a great this uh, domestic abuse story is a great segue into what I thought would amount to maybe an entire episode, but it probably won't, which is why it's landing somewhere in the middle of a pup date. But the whole Amber Heard uh, audio tapes uh, apparently were just recently released or whatever, and I don't know, it's been several years, it's been a while. Um, But it was kind of right at the height of the Me Too, the start of the Me Too.
0: So she reportedly was hit by Johnny Depp when they... Were they married or were they just dating?
1: They were married. Okay. Yeah, they were married.
0: So when they were uh. married, he ap- allegedly hit her and she went public. And it was kind of controversial because other people said that they saw her afterwards and there were no bruises. They saw her out. She was partying and smiling, no bruises, whatever. And other people were like, well, that's makeup and that's faking it. And it was very controversial, but I think most people landed on the side of he did hit her because he was ordered by the court to give her money And she donated it to domestic abuse charities. She didn't keep any of that money, um, which made her look like this noble person. And I fully believed that he was abusive to her. And I just based it on the fact that he has an alcohol problem. And um, you know my feelings about alcoholics. Um, They're pretty volatile. They can be pretty volatile. And so if someone's an alcoholic to the degree which he seems to be, and someone says, yeah, that fucking drunk hit me, I go, yeah, sure, why not? I believe it. Um, But now this tape came out that's making it seem like maybe we were all wrong.
1: Yeah, it does appear to uh, suggest that, yeah. And, I mean, it's... So like her accusation came out like like I said, kind of right in the heat of the Me Too thing, just like I think it was 2017, just fresh fresh after Weinstein and all this. So the whole you know the whole sentiment, public sentiment was like believe all women and you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So of course every you know everyone just took this story and ran with it because it was kind of you know fueling the fire that was already kind of ignited, you know, um, with, you know, other, with other me too things that were coming out at the time. So yeah, like it's, I could see how it would be easy to believe her side of the story because, you know, like you said, Johnny Depp is, you know, notoriously, you know, an alcoholic and, um, he's just so kind of like weird, you know, he's weird in that way that you can only be when you, are worth $300 million or, you know, whatever he is worth, probably yeah. more than that. So it's, it was sort of a believable story, but there didn't almost, well, and there didn't even really have to be any evidence or anything. It was just, you know, the typical he said, she said, and then, you know, everyone kind of took it and ran. But, but yeah, these audio tapes surfaced recently. I don't know how that came about exactly. I but think she I just got made the tapes
0: Liz- too, which the the, the thing mm-hmm. is she made those tapes because she thought it would yeah. support her claims or something.
1: huh. So is she, do you know if she's the one that released them? Cause that wouldn't make sense. They're very damning.
0: Yeah. It, mu- it must not have been her that released them. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know either, but it just happened like in the past few days or so. And uh I I just got done listening to it was it was labeled on YouTube as the full, you know, uncut what audio or it was like 45 minutes long. I made it through about 30 minutes of it probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it got better towards the end. <laughs> kind of no spoilers please because, you know, I've got it on Tivo. Um but, uh, that was a joke, but, uh, it was, it was very annoying to listen to. It was just basically two super rich people like complaining to each other <laughs> for,
0: for they, half an hour. Were they drunk at the time? Cause I listened to them like a little bit. I didn't listen to the full audio and I was like, I just hear two drunk people arguing in circles i i quit yeah I, I just i work around drunks i i just just like i can't i don't have the energy for this
1: i don't think that they were that drunk johnny depp might have been a little drunk at one point she hands him a bottle of xanax so maybe he was zannied up but um but, but she doesn't sound drunk okay um, but she does sound really she does sound really annoying and kind of reinforces my decision to remain single.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, she's really uh, she's really annoying. She's like the typical nightmare girlfriend or wife or whatever, you know. Like, she's just, ugh. You can, you can, you know, give it a listen if you want. But uh, basically, she's just complaining about how he's always leaving when arguments start, which makes you think, well, why would that be? Um, and, but then she goes on, you know, in all, all of her accusations of like, you're not here for me. Cause every time there's some friction, you split, she keeps saying split, mm-hmm. and which means in, in this instance, it usually means something like just walks to a different room of the house. It's yeah. not like he, <laughs> it's not like he gets on a, a boards, a plane and is gone for two weeks. He's just like, I can't deal with this right now. I'm walking out of the room.
0: Which seems reasonable.
1: That seems very reasonable, and for her, like that's her main complaint during all of the you know arguments or whatever that I listened to was
0: he just that
1: she wasn't there to, and he would just walk away. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say everyone has different like argument styles, and so if you're a let's talk and talk and talk and talk and talk until it comes to like some sort of consensus person, being with somebody who shuts down and because. Like, some people, when they, when there's an argument, they're like, listen, it's emotional right now. Let's, like, have some alone time, calm down, and then we'll come back and talk about it. And the person who's heated is like, no, I want to talk until we solve it now. And those two people, like, they'll drive each other fucking nuts. Those are just two different argument styles that don't really work well together.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I think more comes to light if you listen to, if you know, if you if you keep listening to the the audio okay. that I listen to, because um, then Johnny Depp starts bringing up, well, you know, then why did you throw that thing at me or what? Like he starts bringing up actual um, acts of violence that she's done against him. And she's very, you know, she excuses excuses her behavior for the most part. She's like, "Oh, okay, well, it was wrong, but you made me do it." <laughs> that's not a, a direct quote, but that's sort of the gist of her of her uh, reasoning. Is saying of. like, you know, it's,
0: "I acted poorly, but it's because you provoked me into acting that way."
1: And it's because I knew you'd just walk out of the room, or you know, whatever. But it, the more you listen to it, the the more you realize that he's just when he does decide to quote unquote split, mm. he's he's just recognizing this psychotic behavior ramping up, and he's, and he's just like, well, he's seeing the red flags, and he's like, well, time to abort this, or you know, whatever. It's yeah, like, I don't need this like this is in a, my life.
0: This is a toxic situation. I'm just going to step away from it. And she doesn't... 100%. She doesn't take kindly to being ignored, and it causes her to lash out even more, which... Yeah. So, yeah, that that is sadly, like, a common uh, dynamic, I think, in unhealthy relationships, is someone will lash out and lash out and lash out because they aren't getting the attention that they want, and their idea or impulse on how to get the attention they crave is to lash out. Um, which I kind of think like that was the deal a little bit with Jody Arias is like, she just, this guy didn't want to be her boyfriend. He didn't want to be in a relationship. And she just kept acting out, trying to provoke him into being in a relationship with her. And then she killed him.
1: Is that the, Oh, that's okay. She, I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't place the Jodi Arias.
0: Yeah, because she would but, like yeah. sneak into his house, break into his house, like do all this like shit, and because like she, he was a fuck boy, and she thought he was her boyfriend, wanted him to be her boyfriend, and he's a fuck boy, and her trying to get him to be someone that he wasn't caused her like she she went insane. And so she kept like doing these things, trying to get his attention. And like a lot of them were like sexual stuff, you know, that she would do for attention.
1: Oh, right. And
0: yeah. then she murdered him. I she, was conf- She could have just dated someone who doted on her more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was confusing it with Mary Jo go. And Joey Buttafuoco.
0: Oh no, she that Mary, old
1: story. That's a real old story.
0: <laughs> Mary Joe didn't do anything, right? Just Amy. Um, no, she
1: just answered the door. Yep, Amy. Uh, you're right. What um, the
0: fuck was her shit. name? How do we I know Mary Joe Buttafuoco, but not Amy, whatever her name
1: is? Well, because she, she's the victim.
0: I know, but uh, she's the,
1: hapl- the hapless victim.
0: But that Amy girl was all over the place back in the day. <clears throat> Oh, Amy Fisher. Right, yeah. There we go. There we go. Amy
1: Fisher. All of our young psycho. listeners
0: are like, who the fuck are you
1: talking who about? Who the hell exactly? Well, Amy Fisher was a young lady who appreciated silver daddies uh-huh. back in the day. <laughs> so she found this she found this guy named Joey Buttafuoco. I think they all lived in New Jersey or something. They sure did. And uh Became infatuated with the with the fella. I think they probably had some sort of an illicit extramarital affair. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when he tried to end it, she showed up at their uh, doorstep with a firearm and knocked on the door. And when Joey's wife, Mary Jo answered the door, she shot um, her in the face and which she survived but i think she was disfigured afterwards if i'm not mistaken this is all just 20 years recollection i don't know yeah
0: she but. looks pretty good um for having been shot in the face apparently now she's a motivational speaker she she talks yeah. kind of crooked now but i mean sure
1: sure she does
0: she still looks she still <laughs> looks really good
1: yeah i bet she does
0: um yeah it looks like she's had continuing facial you you talk about how you know you're nervous to give the birds and the bees talk to your daughter but the way that you just you know gave a birds and the bees style talk about who mary joe potafuco was (laughs) um
1: i'm impressed i feel like i feel like yeah i i feel like that could have been something I was explaining to my daughter. Because yeah. she is a, a a true crime fan. She's always watching. She watches nothing but, like, if it's TV, broadcast television, she'll watch, like, CSI and stuff like that. And then if she's watching YouTube, it's, like, different, like, conspiracy theory videos and stuff. She's, like, heavy into it. And I've had very little influence. Like, she she's just kind of come to that on her own. So I'm... But I am certainly um, encouraging it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I definitely share some of our, like, topics for the show, you know, some of the weird stuff. We'll, I'll make I'll make her sit down and watch the videos with me for, like, Starvation Heights and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh,
0: she's, man. A good,
1: she's a good sport. She's a good sport. Yeah, well, but you're going to have to,
0: to – Well, introduce yeah. her to the Long Island Lolita.
1: Oh, that's her name, right? Yeah, that's right. Long Island, not New Jersey, Long Island. uh, My apologies, New Jersey.
0: I I mean, listen, we're on the other side of the country, so to us, it's like a close enough situation, but the people in that area, what we did was, it was very an egregious error, and we apologize.
1: All I know is they all say water, so... uh, they're from the wooder place.
0: Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do say that. Um, so anyway, so 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 on the tape she's arguing and he's trying to leave and she doesn't like that and she offers him Xanax. Well, which... no, they're they're
1: they're sitting they're sitting down and having a a calm dis, semi-calm discussion. You know, she's recording it. I think they they both are aware that it's being recorded. Uh-huh. And they're sitting down trying to basically have like sort of a self-directed marriage counseling it sounds ah. like i don't know um but they're having you know the th- having the tape play you know recording makes them you know sort of have to sit there and and go through the stuff or whatever but um so they Johnny Depp is describing these times where he's you know just attempted to walk away or it does you know walk away and there's uh it almost seems like there's different segments. It doesn't sound like one continuous recording. It almost sounds like maybe there's two or three or four different conversations, um, different like session recording uh... sessions kind of mixed in there or something. But throughout the course of the audio, like I said, Amber Heard does pretty much kind of admit to, well, she definitely admits to hitting Johnny Depp and throwing stuff at him. Um, and at no point does she accuse him of any sort of violence against her at all. The, her, her main complaint, like I said, is that he gets up and walks away while Uh they're arguing. And it's like, well, yeah, if you're getting hit and having stuff thrown at you, uh, you know, at one point Johnny Depp does actually say, you know, um, I just have to kind of get, remove myself from the situation, you know, just like you said, it's a toxic situation. No good's going to come from continued interaction on this, you know, uh, hyperbolic level or whatever. So, so yeah, like that's her main complaint against him is, you know, that she, whatever, that he's not, he's not there for her, you know, and then in subtitles to, to beat on apparently. So there was one thing in reading about it. Cause like this, this whole revelation has caused a justice, the hashtag justice for Johnny Depp sort of movement. Yeah. And uh, so I was kind of scrolling through some of those tweets. And at one point I, a couple people said that she cut off his finger.
0: Yeah. But I didn't
1: get, I didn't get to any of that part. Maybe if you want to Google
0: Okay, Uh, I have my computer open, so let me um,
1: maybe yeah see if you can find something on that because that that's pretty huge, and it seems like it would um, like affect his acting career. Maybe I mean it seems like it would have made some sort of headlines if that had happened. Okay, Johnny
0: Depp accuses Amber Heard of severing his finger by hurling a bottle of vodka at him. When asked to sign... God damn it, a stupid fucking pop-up. Hold on. Okay, I don't... Just don't...
1: Why would she ask him to sign stupid fucking pop ups
0: Sorry, sorry. Uh, I was cursing because I'm on the DailyMail.co and right when I was reading it, I got a pop-up ad. Okay. Uh, Okay, he accuses Amber Heard of severing his finger by hurling a bottle of vodka at him when asked to sign a post-nuptial agreement an attack that resulted in actor contracting MRSA three times and nearly losing his life. Um,
1: Jeez.
0: Okay. Uh, he claims in a $50 million defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard that the actress is responsible for severing his finger. Uh, He claims that Heard began throwing bottles at him in 2015, just one month after they were married, when asked to sign a post-nuptial agreement. The bottle exploded and tore off his finger, claims Depp, who said he had to undergo multiple surgeries and almost died after contracting MRSA three times. Three times is a lot of times to catch MRSA. Um, I, f-
1: I feel like that was one time that was never cleared up.
0: Yeah, probably that. Like it because it it'll it'll go away, but it won't be gone. And then the antibiotics are done, and then it flares back up. Or staff lives on the skin, so he could have just kept reinfecting the finger based on his own skin because. 25% of people, I believe, are carriers of staff, and it mostly lives in their nostrils, but also on their skin. And it's why um, uh, they, uh, for a while, the uh, CDC was recommending, because uh, it was spreading in the gay community a lot, and they were recommending that gay men take a thorough shower before and after sex, because the skin-on-skin contact <laughs> was spreading Um, staff, which if you think about like making, making love to somebody, like you're touching all over their body and MRSA, if it's living on the skin and it can be left behind like toilet seats, sheeting, stuff like that. Um, you know, so he probably was a carrier. Sorry,
1: Sorry. Back to yeah. Sorry though. Why would it matter whether it's a heterosexual or a homosexual relationship? I think
0: if, it was spreading.
1: Lives on everybody.
0: I think it was spreading more in the homosexual community because um, they're slightly more promiscuous. Um, this was pre tender, so um, <laughs> straight people weren't um, doing the meet up just a fuck thing yet.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, sure. This was in
0: 2007, (laughs) I want to say. So um, now straight people, they, you know, hookup culture has come to us as well. Uh, But back in the day, I, I don't think they were doing it as much, you know, so they weren't having as many partners.
1: I guess so.
0: Um, so anyways, so he got MRSA three times. He had to fly home to the U.S. from Australia after the attack, forcing the set of Pirates of the Caribbean to be shut down and costing Disney millions. Um, the increasingly desperate attempts by Depp and his enablers to revive his career by initiating baseless uh, litigation are not fooling anyone, said Heard's lawyer. Um, so Heard's lawyer says this is just him trying to revive his career.
1: Yeah, well, after her <clears throat> initial accusations against him, um he was, if I'm not mistaken, removed from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Like he he suffered, you know, a loss of of that role essentially yeah. because of because of her stuff, which as it turns out isn't true. So, um well, so, yeah, I, that's I found pictures
0: horrible. I found pictures of the finger at the hospital and his dirty oh, no. fucking fingernails. And I wonder why this thing kept getting infected. Could it be that he doesn't wash his fucking hands? Anyways, there's like a slideshow of pictures of him with his hand bandaged. And then his picture with it like swollen and looking really gross. Um, so. so
1: they use the they use the word uh, severed. Kind of loose, rather loosely in yeah. describing his finger. Yes.
0: He says the first bottle sailed past my head and missed. Then she threw a large glass vodka bottle. The bottle struck the marble countertop where my hand was resting and exploded. The filing goes on to state the projectile's impact shattered the bone in my finger and sev- severed the tip of my finger um a photo submitted in the filing shows just how severe the injury was with Depp clearly missing a large chunk of his finger so the picture i'm seeing of the finger it's blurred out like the very tip of it but you can tell that the tip of it is missing and apparently it shattered the bone um
1: yeah yikes yikes
0: yeah and then apparently like at the time they said to the press that it was an onset injury
1: um what does that what does that mean
0: so, like he was saying, like, oh, like he, she, she oh, fucked on, up set. on set, on set, yeah,
1: acting set, okay, yeah, yeah like
0: gotcha. he injured right. it on set on the Pirates of the Caribbean uh movie. Um,
1: oh, Elle and I claim, hello, yeah, cha-ching,
0: seriously. Um,
1: for Elle- anyone who's listening. Uh, L and I claims are not actually cha-ching. They're kind of a huge pain in the ass. It's kind of like what Sydney's going through with her uh, automobile accident chiropractor visits. It's a lot of that sort of thing. It's like, you're not going to get rich. You're not getting rich off of (laughs) anything. I'm not going to get... You just have to, like...
0: I'm not going to get anything out of this fucking accident. So, like, initially I was going to one chiropractor. I had three visits there. And this doctor was, I swear to God, Dr. Nick from The Simpsons, if anyone remembers him. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Like, that was this guy. And I had three appointments at their office. It was a fucking train wreck of an office. They were always running 45 minutes late. They weren't good doctors. It was quack written all over it. And they never answered their phone. And I couldn't get an appointment. And it was a nightmare. So I asked my lawyer to switch chiropractors and I'm at a new place now that it's like a good, it's like a physical therapy office. Um, but I got the bill from the first chiropractor because there's like a, basically a lien on my services. Meaning that when the lawsuit is settled, they get paid first and I get what's left. Do you want to know what this quack doctor is billing for the three visits I had? $5,000 um, for three visits. Yep.
1: Wow, that's excessive.
0: I need to talk to my lawyer this week and be like, I mean, it's no skin off my teeth because I'm technically not paying for it, but it's coming out of my settlement money. I don't know how the fuck three office visits and seriously one visit was like I filled out paperwork and they wrote me a prescription for muscle relaxers another visit was they took x-rays and a third visit was I got an adjustment so that's what they did three visits I don't know how the fuck that cost five thousand dollars and it's such bullshit it's such fucking bullshit and if they don't lower that price then I'm not getting any money back out of this fucking accident
1: yeah, that's not, $5,000 is ridiculous for for those services. I mean, there's there's an official, like, there's IC9 codes, they're called. It's yes. like an official medical, bi- medical billing, and you have to charge according to, it's kind of like when you go to a mechanic and they're ISA certified or whatever. Like, they have a list of uh, services that they perform, And each service has, you know, if you want like a break job, that's 150 bucks or whatever it is, you know, like it goes by the by the official code. So I think they're engaging in fraud. They
0: are because there's no like I obviously as someone with chronic medical conditions, like I go to the doctor a lot. I look at statements a lot like this paper had no codes on it, no itemized report. It just said five thousand dollars. Anyway.
1: Uh, you know what? That reminds me of this one <laughs> This one time. This is many years ago. I heard a story secondhand about somebody at the hospital. Hospital security, like, caught some guy at the pharmacy who had somehow gotten his hands on a doctor's prescription pad, and he filled it out himself and walked up to the pharmacy and... Um, The prescription called for five pounds of morphine.
0: Oh, my God. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Five pounds of morphine?
1: That sounds like your chiropractor.
0: It's more or less that. This guy said he did his residency under Dr. Drew at this hospital or whatever. And I was like, I, have you even fucking been to medical school? Or are you just naming Dr. Drew because it's the one doctor you know the name of? Did you also study under Dr. Like do- Phil?
1: Dr. Drew Pinsky? Yeah. Oh, he didn't study under him.
0: He's like, yeah, I did one of my residency rotations at his hospital and, like, wherever the fuck it is. Because he still, like, apparently works at a teaching hospital. And I was like, I don't know if I believe anything out of your fucking mouth. Like... Tell tell Doctor uh, Oz I say hi, you know what I mean. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Wow. Um. This
1: guy is doc. He is Doctor Nick. That's great.
0: Yeah, I, I mean do, to the T, I, I wish. Yeah, it's whatever. So that's bullshit. Um. And so yeah. Uh. So what are we saying? So uh, Johnny Depp was probably abused by Amber Heard. I guess.
1: I think it's safe to say that she assaulted him. She pretty much admitted, I mean, she does, in fact, admit assaulting him. Um, she, she describes uh, what, well, Johnny Depp was like, well, what about that time when I was, like, they were apparently at a hotel or something? And um, he was like, you got you got mad at me cause I was over like next door, like hanging out with one of his friends who had an adjacent hotel room or something. Oh, uh, <clears throat> so she was, she was mad. This is how one of the arguments that they were discussing started was that he was over there for too long. And so when he came back, she like what she called a slap, he called a punch. And it sounds like it was a, a closed closed fist fist, but the open part of the fist if that makes it like the finger part like if you made a, if you closed a fist and then slapped someone you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah
1: so you you hit them with your third second knuckles or whatever but it's a closed fist slap sort of but which Kind of resembles a punch. If, oh, I mean, if, yeah. someone, if someone did that to you, you'd say you punched me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he accuses he he accuses her of doing that. She's like, I was a slap. I don't even know what I was doing. I was so in the heat of the moment. I'm not sure what happened what where my hand went or where it hit you or what position it was in. Like she's not def- she's not denying that she hit him. She's like. To, she's arguing semantics over whether it was a punch or a slap you know what I mean yeah and meanwhile Johnny Depp is like he's the most chill maybe xanax <laughs> induced chill but he's he's like he's so chill the whole time he's just describing it calmly and she's flying off the handle just just remembering you know just you know talking about it and so yeah there's kind of if you listen to the tapes there's kind of no doubt in my mind that she's sort of the the problem in this relationship. Maybe that you know takes two to tango, but Johnny Depp never I don't think he ever hit her like she accused him of. So Yeah. I don't know. Take it take it what you will. And then also take it back to when all this stuff started. You know, I listened to Doug Stanhope's podcast and uh <clears throat> He's kind of friends with Johnny Depp.
0: Yeah, they're pretty and close. He,
1: yeah, and he and Bingo actually flew out to, I think it was to Australia, when they were filming Pirates of the Caribbean, which is when one of these incidents took place, apparently, from the, the finger one, maybe, or yeah. whatever. Um, but uh, so Doug Stanhope has been 100% on Johnny Depp's side, like, this whole time, from, from day one. Um, He was like, I know Johnny Depp, I know Amber Heard, I've seen their relationship, Um, there's no way that Johnny Depp has that in his soul, to like, like, he's not that, it would be like if you accused Keanu Reeves of just punching someone, you'd be like, well, (laughs) it doesn't seem right. Yeah. But... So anyway, like Doug Stanhope wrote uh, an article I think for Wired magazine or something basically laying out his 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 defense of Johnny Depp. And this was in the heat of the the allegations, you know. But so I, you know, as a listener to his podcast, I got to kind of hear his secondhand telling of Johnny Depp's relationship with Amber Heard and, you know, that whole mix up or whatever. And it just, I don't know. I, so that was like, I don't know. I trust Doug Stanhope. He's, he seems like a pretty good judge of character, you know, seems like pretty empathic person. So if he was, if he was saying Johnny Depp was a good egg or at least not a violent egg, yeah. <laughs> then, I, then I, I kind of tend to believe that, you know, he has no reason to lie.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't fully believe Doug Stanhope's thing because he's a he has a substance abuse problem as well, and so his fucking barometer for what constitutes a good guy is a little bit skewed. Um, I mean, I deal with a lot of people who are really shitty human beings who are, you know, get drunk and are like, this guy's my best friend. He's such a good guy. Blah blah. And I'm like, he literally has beers here before he picks his kids up from school. So let's like reassess what constitutes a good human being.
1: Well Doug Stanhope he does he's a pretty good judge of character. I he's he's definitely against kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you pick up one of his go to Dougstanhope.com uh click on store and you can get an abortion as green t shirt uh uh-huh. there. So I don't I don't think that he would I don't know. I don't see him as, as someone who celebrates someone who's abusive. Like he does have a very good moral barometer. That's that's the thing that makes him so likable, Doug Stanhope.
0: Yeah. Even though he,
1: he does he he just <laughs> fancies <laughs>
0: himself one of those like Artistic drunks, you know what I'm saying? He fancies himself a Bukowski type. And I just, I have a short fuse for that. Honestly, it seems like, I mean, both Depp and Heard are pretty volatile people. Um, I'm reading this story about Johnny taking a plane, going on a private plane with Amber Heard the day after she filmed a love scene with James Franco for the Adderall Diaries, and that Johnny Depp got shit-faced and then asked the flight attendant staff for an oxygen tank because he thought that would help him to keep drinking. And then he started throwing things around the plane cabin and screaming and locked himself in the bathroom. And the next day, his assistant messaged Amber, like, Johnny's so sorry. He doesn't even remember what he did yesterday, blah, blah, blah. And Johnny was like, I'm so sorry. My illness crept up and grabbed me. I must get better. I feel bad for letting you down. So it seems like he's pretty volatile. Like, they're both shitty, volatile people.
1: I I don't think either of them are angels. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, they're both, I mean, I think. Well, the heights of fame, because she's pretty famous, too, apparently. I've yeah. never seen her work, <laughs> but I know she has some, you know, high profile. She's like part of a franchise of movies or something, whatever. But um, so people like that tend to be tend to act narcissistic. But I th- I kind of think that Amber Heard is like. Uh, d- what is that? Diagnosably <laughs> narcissistic like she seems like it's it's psych like, you know it's a, a pathology with her yeah I don't know
0: I don't know there's um I don't know there's all these text documentation from when they were in a relationship of her being like he didn't take his meds he's flipping out please help me blah 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 I don't know it seems like a bad scene I can't even create like def- who's, who's a good guy, who's a bad guy in that situation. They both <clears throat> suck.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's what it comes down to is who did the most damage to the other. Yeah. In, in this and in, in any case, really, in any kind of like, you know, domestic violence or whatever. Yeah. Sort of a case like that. I feel like she definitely did more damage both monetarily by affecting his career and
0: then physically um, and,
1: and then physically so like if you if you balance those two things out like he really maybe he flew off the handle some but it was on a private jet right That yeah. he was probably paying for yeah so if if i'm on a if i'm on a private jet <laughs> i'm pretty sure i can't get kicked off of it yeah <laughs> you know I mean? like I don't know. I'm not saying that... I'm not excusing his behavior. No, he needs to get same, sober and time. wash his
0: damn hands. I'm sorry. Like, you're a shitty fucking drunk. It's ruined your life and your career. You have enough money for rehab. Get sober. Get some goddamn soap. Amber Heard, I don't really care about. Like, I you know, I don't have... She She apparently is also a nightmare. But... She washes her hands, and that's a step in the right direction.
1: (laughs) I bet she has clean fingernails for sure, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's it. That's my final verdict.
1: I think that's pretty good, though. I mean, I don't know what more we can do with this information that we've got. You know, I think we pretty much settled it as, as of now, as of this date. Yeah. I think. I think we've got it. We've got it pretty much hashed out.
0: Yeah. Um, well, anything else so, you want to talk about?
1: I mean, I, I guess I mean you know, like I could always ramble on about knuckles or something like How's that. How's knuckles let's, doing? Let's save that. You met a rat. She's doing pretty good. Oh, I found a rat. Yeah, it was. It looked sick.
0: Oh, it looked um, sick.
1: It was moving. It looked sick. It was moving really slow. It seemed kind of like lethargic, you know, Uh which makes me think it was either just like old and dying or it had gotten into some rat poison and was in the process of maybe slowly dying. But yeah, I was, I was walking along, I was walking to the store in beautiful hilltop Tacoma and uh, saw a little furry critter uh, scurrying along at the base of the building, um, that I was walking next to. And, uh, sure enough, it was a rat. And, uh, like I said, he was kind of, he was pretty laid back. Yeah. (laughs) Like and nor, like he made, we made eye contact and normally in that situation, a healthy rat would just be like, I'm gone. And like, pew out of there. But this dude was just like, Where's that hole in the wall of this building that I usually go through? You know, it yeah, was like just dope, almost doped up, seeming. So yeah, I got a, a a nice, candid action photo of a rat in the wild. Very cute, and it is the year of the rat. Um, it was just recently the Chinese, you know, Lunar New Year. Oh, Chinese New Year.
0: Yeah, I'm and a rat. It's the
1: year of the, and it's the year of the rat. So I think that was a sign of good luck. That was a good omen. I think so. Yeah.
0: I love that. Um, Yeah. yeah. I wanted to tell a story about my mom that I cannot stop laughing about. Um,
1: Okay. Do so.
0: So my mom is 70. She's a retired nurse. She volunteers at the blood. She lives in a retirement community um like not an assisted living home but it's a neighborhood where to buy a house in that neighborhood you have to be 55 or older and they have a community center and she volunteers at the blood pressure clinic there so residents can come in and she takes their vitals and stuff And this 94-year-old multimillionaire came in. He's a real estate developer. Um, And he was telling my mom how he's really lonely and he just wants someone to spend the rest of his life with and he's tired of waking up alone. And, you know, he just wants someone to, like, move in with him, hint, hint. And if she was interested, you know, in being with him and moving in with him, Um, Just for the rest of his days that when he dies, she could keep the house, you know, he'd leave her assets, whatever. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, mom, you got it now. Like, get in on this. And you know what my mom did? She referred him to a therapist.
1: What the fuck?
0: I know. Like, (laughs) I'm kind of.
1: Get in on it. Like you said. Yeah.
0: Like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, number one, I'm proud of my mom because that's such a my mom thing to do is to have firm boundaries and be like, go to a therapist. But I'm also disappointed in her because he's 94. Like, how much longer would she have to be with him? Maybe two years. And then she gets the nice. house. And then she's 70. I mean, I don't there's not too long until I get the house and the money and it, oh
1: right so she yeah.
0: she really because i'm i'm not i don't stand to inherit anything um from anybody and this was my chance and she really messed it up um i just to think like because honestly if i weren't with zach i would have been like mom give me his number i'll fucking i'll put in some time with arthur uh <laughs> live my Anna Nicole fantasy you know but that's
1: right yeah I was gonna say she should have Anna Nicole Smith that dude
0: yeah and my mom's 70 years old and she got the opportunity to be like the young vixen and take that money what a fun fantasy for her to at 70 get to be a gold digger Wow. I'm just disappointed. What a
1: loss. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed too. I'm disappointed on everyone's behalf. Yeah, On behalf of all that's good and right in the world. Yeah, I'm disappointed.
0: Well, the world is a dark place and it just is what it is. Um, I think on the podcast I spoke uh, about how I had to go on antidepressants because of the stress of all the nonsense happening in my life. Um, and what I didn't update people about is that I had to quit taking antidepressants because I had an allergic reaction to them. And, uh, my entire body broke out in a rash and I had to go on steroids, um, because I'm allergic to antidepressants. And it's when I realized that some people just aren't meant to be happy.
1: Um, I think we should go out on that. (laughs) That's, (laughs) That's pretty... I don't know that, that we're going to come across a, a better piece of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, that. <laughs> I think
0: you... Well, there you have it, kids. Some people aren't meant to be happy.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and if you find a 94-year-old, you know, go ahead and S that wrinkly D for a couple of years and, uh, you know... Funnel some of the proceeds to Sydney and and me. Yes, you know, why not? Subscribe ha- to hashtag our hashtag fan favorite.
0: Hashtag fan favorite. Subscribe to our Patreon. I'm oh, gonna, Patreon. We're gonna be doing some Patreon exclusives, and I'm gonna lower the Patreon yes. price. I think I'm gonna lower it to one dollar a month. Like one. And then
1: what is that? What describe to me? I mean, obviously I know, but describe to the listeners what. Um, a Patreon subscription gets you.
0: Well, what it's going to get you is uh, number one, Rob and I making prank phone calls together, which is very exciting, but also Rob has proposed some episodes that are going to be Rob Love deep dives that are, um, it's basically Rob Love Raw, like stuff that he wouldn't want his employer to hear without them giving him money. Um, So you guys think that you're experiencing the real Rob Love, but Rob Love Raw is going to be Patreon only.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then so um, what does that dollar a month get you? Is it like guaranteed one episode per month? Or like how does that work? Um, Because I I don't know.
0: Oh, I guess we don't know what we want to do. Do we want to do... It's whatever...
1: It's whatever we decide. It's
0: whatever we right? decide, but it'll be at least one episode a month. I would think probably two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a dollar a month, one.
0: One is a deal <laughs> for a dollar a month.
1: <laughs> one is a deal.
0: One dollar one extra,
1: but like a, a juicy—they're—they're they're juicy episodes. That's the—that's their main like advertising thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna be, be juicy. juicier than. So and then also pranky.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: gosh. Yeah. No. Okay. If we do pranks, we could probably do one juicy, one pranky
0: a month. Per month. Yeah. So you'll get two episodes we... a month.
1: Yeah. Which is I don't know. I think that's worth three dollars.
0: I don't know. I. I don't, I, I, think, I really do. I, I think really it's do. worth five, but I just don't know if I can get people well, yeah, to pay obviously. that.
1: Well, yeah, obviously.
0: So I figured
1: right.
0: I might start in, or we can do like for $1 a month, you get the prank call episodes and for $2 a month, you get the yes. prank calls and the deep dives. No,
1: $1 prank call, $5 juicy. Okay.
0: Okay there we go
1: <laughs> we worked it out
0: we did we did so so uh, we're gonna launch that that soon. sounds
1: good yeah I'm looking forward to it um we'll see how it goes it's yeah gonna, yeah it's gonna be fun it'll be fun
0: um and juicy
1: and juicy so yeah let's plan well this is we should talk about this off the air but let's plan to do one. Like,
0: Next
1: maybe week. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right. Well. All
1: right. Sounds good.
0: Um. Well, have a good week, everyone.
1: Yeah, have a great week. Um. This is kind of a weird it's sort of hybrid. This is almost like a hybrid between a pup dates and a regular episode.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. It's like a relaxed fit. It, Last podcast calls it a, a yeah. relaxed fit episode
0: everything i do is relax fit
1: nice <laughs> nice.
0: noise um Feel
1: like a Le- 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 levi's 507 over here
0: yeah, that's exactly what this is this is a 507
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you sydney this has been awesome it's... and i want to thank the listeners for tuning in and staying until the end and i hope they have a great week
0: yeah me too